When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you today? We're doing well. Thanks, Kenny. Hey, thanks for making time for us. We appreciate it, Coach. Uh, Congratulations on uh, sharing the Pac-7 championship, Coach. i got to ask you, I know you've only been there a couple of years at at Orville, but have you ever heard of a five-way tie for first place in a shared championship like we have this year in the Pac-7? No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Maybe tri-champ, but never five-five. Teams tying at the top. It was a wild year. Yeah, it really was. And you guys had a lot to do with that, Coach, because uh, you started off, uh, you know, zero and two, and you were two and four at one point. But then you win four games. You knocked off CBCA. You knocked off Canton South. Very close games, and that kind of upset the apple cart. So here's my question to you: uh, What has changed with this team from a two and four start to winning four straight down the stretch? You know, there's probably a couple things. One is uh, we were a really, really young team this year. So we were starting four sophomores and a freshman up front. So coming out of the gate, those guys were real, real green, and it's taken them a little bit of time. But um, they've really come along allowing us to grow, especially on the offensive side and the defensive line and those fronts. Then the other thing I would say is just the work ethic and the culture and the discipline that we've been trying to establish has really kind of come full circle and allowed us to be successful here down the, the stretch. Yeah, big wins down the stretch, as I mentioned. Uh, Triway was the last one uh, to finish up your season and get a share of the Pac-7 title. Coach, I want to go back, and I always like to hear from both sides on this. When a team has to play somebody a second time, right, uh, is there an advantage in this? Uh, you played Fairless at Fairless once before. They jumped out to a 28 nothing halftime lead, 35 nothing, uh, you know, in the third quarter. Then you guys kind of settled down. It was even, uh, you know, for the rest of that game. But what, what was it in that game that went wrong? Was it what you guys didn't do or was it what they did in that game? No, it's always a combination of both. But, um, you know, truthfully, it's kind of the start of our turnaround for us. You know, we did some good things that night. Uh, we were able to move the ball. Even defensively, we made some plays. The scoreboard didn't indicate that. Give Ferris a lot of credit. You know, they have a lot of explosive playmakers, and those guys make big plays. They can strike at any time. Um, but one of the things we've talked about and we've tried to work on and grow up since that game is staying focused and finishing, whether that's getting off on third downs on defense or finding a way to get points on offense. And we moved the ball well that night. We just didn't finish. Um, and that's an area that we've definitely improved in over the last six weeks. Yeah, I looked at the stats in that game. You outgained them. Uh, more first downs. Uh, you, you did make some plays defensively, but they hurt you with the big play, Coach. And it's interesting, all season long in talking to so many different coaches, uh, the I don't want to say the buzz uh, word or the, the catchphrase this year was explosive plays, right? And uh, we got to limit the explosive plays of the other team. It's easier said than done when you look at, at what they bring to the table with, uh, you know, the Pumnios, the Yoders, uh, the Killies, the, the Kaluchis. So what can you take from that game in trying to be better defensively and not give up the explosive plays this time around? You know, for us, it was finishing drives. We got them into some third and long situations and 
Uh, we just weren't able to get them off the field with either prolonged a drive and then gave up a big play or on those third and longs gave up an explosive big play. So, um, again, you got to tackle well. They do a great job moving their personnel around. They do a great job using multiple formations. So, you know, our kids have to recognize, they have to communicate, and they have to get lined up so they can play fast. Advantage for you having faced them already so you know what they do, or is there no advantage because, well, they faced you as well? Yeah, we had that conversation as, as a staff. You know, you get in the playoffs. One of the fun things about the playoffs is seeing some different people going to some different places. So I think probably if you talk to Coach Starbo and I both, we would prefer to be playing somebody else this week. But um, we're also not going to turn down the opportunity to play in Week 11. We're excited about that. All right, tell me a little bit about your team. Uh, we haven't seen you this year. We followed you from afar because of the Pac-7 standings, looking week to week and all that. Sawyer Hampshire, uh, your starting quarterback, he's a junior. Uh, what, where are his strengths? What is it the, when he's playing well that he's doing well? Yeah, the biggest thing for him is he's, he's using both his arm and his legs to be a threat, um, you know, and staying poised in the pocket. So he's, he's one of our better athletes. So we always tell him to continue to trust his legs when he, when that opportunity is there. Um, and when he, we've been able to give him time, he's also done a great job using his arm and spreading the ball around and, um, being a good two way threat that way. As you look at your team, and like you said, you've got some young guys on the line, but uh, the skill position guys, juniors and seniors, how important is that to have at least some upperclassmen that have been around a while and they happen to be at your, your skill positions running back and at wide receiver? Yeah, those are two seniors. Um, Messiah Smith at running back and Brant Bazanson at wide receiver have kind of been our leaders on both sides of the ball all year long. And um, it's not a big senior group, but you know, got to give those guys a lot of credit for keeping the ship right and um, continuing to to push and hold each other accountable and and help us grow. And those two guys have definitely been two of our leaders um, on this offensive turnaround here over the last month. Well, you helped me out right there. So it's pronounced Bazanson, the the wide receiver, Brant. So that that's good. I'm trying to get all the names right for our broadcast tomorrow night. So uh, that's good to know. But also, uh, you know, Greg Smiley, uh, slot receiver, smaller guy, five nine, buck ninety. Uh, but uh, you know, you, you look at what he brings to the table along with Mason Woodruff, uh, who's averaging almost twenty three yards per carry. Coach, uh, tell me a little bit about those two wide receivers that that add something to your offense as well. Yeah, Greg's multifaceted guy. He he can carry it for us. He has great hands. Uh, uh, typically, he's really good at catching the ball in traffic and being a little bit thicker the way he is. Um, you know, he he breaks a lot of tackles on the perimeter. You know, he's bigger than most of the DBs that he's going against out there, and that's definitely been to his advantage. And he's been a huge playmaker for us. Uh, Mason's a little bit taller. He's the one skill guy that you know might be over six foot for us, and uh, gives us a little bit of that you know, height advantage at times um, and has made some big plays not only in the passing game, but also has been real big for us in the, the kickoff return games. So um, definitely two guys that we'll be counting on to, to make plays tomorrow night. Matt Zerker, our guest head coach for Orville. They will take on Fairless tomorrow night, 7 o'clock right here on WHBC. It's a rematch from an earlier season game in the Pac-7. Coach, let's turn your attention uh, or our attention to your defense. Uh, who's the leader of your defense? If you had to say uh, this guy uh, is the one out there calling the plays or he's the one that's in charge of the huddle as well as making plays, who would that be? Uh, truthfully, I'm going to have to say there's two or three of them. Our two middle linebackers are our leading tacklers, Isaiah Smith, the starting tailback is a middle linebacker, um, Nick Tom Stutz is another middle linebacker. He calls the defense and is kind of the captain of the defense. And Landon Dallas Sandra is another junior captain for us that plays on the defensive line and 
um, he does a great job of just kind of keeping the troops steady and um, keeping their heads up, keeping them locked in and focused where they need to be. So on that side of the ball, those three have definitely done a great job of that for us. And your secondary, I see uh, there's a couple of pick sixes in, in your secondary uh, throughout the year. So are, are you happy with the way uh, they've played, uh, especially when you're going to be going up against a team that spreads it like uh, Fairless does? Yeah, the biggest thing is we've seen growth across the board with those guys and doing a better job of staying focused, doing a better job of watching film, locking into the game plan. And um, our defensive coordinator, Brent Steiner, and uh, Coach McCreary have done a great job putting those guys in position to be successful. And, you know, as they've locked in, they've definitely improved their performance week by week. All right, special teams always gets overlooked, Coach. And uh, good coaches, though, know how important it is. It's one-third of the game plan, and it can win or lose a game, especially this time of the year when uh, the better teams are playing each other. Uh, talk to me about your kicking game, first of all. Uh, extra points, field goals. Are you confident uh, uh, with your, your kicking game right there? Yeah, we have a, a, a good young kicker, Caleb Waite. He's a sophomore for us, already started as a freshman last year. Um, definitely have a lot of confidence in him, both in the, the extra point field goal game and, and also on kickoff. He's done a good job of putting the ball where it needed to be. He can kick it in the end zone at times when we need him to. I'm um, also placing that ball. So uh, and in an area that we do take a lot of pride in, and uh, hopefully we can um, win that battle tomorrow night. Yeah, it's so important. And, um, you know, players at the high school level, don't maybe understand, unless they're a senior, right, uh, the importance of field position and flipping the field that it's okay to punt every once in a while, right, if you can shorten the field uh, and win the field battle, right? It, it is a big part of it, especially when you get to play off football. Yeah. Coach, uh, as you get ready for this game, um, what are going to be the keys? If you're going to uh, come into Fairless where you lost earlier this year, uh, and uh, get the victory, and it would be an upset according to the rankings where uh, you come in as the 11 seed, they're the 6 seed. Uh, what do you guys have to do? Give me some keys to a victory for Orville if you guys are going to get it done. Yeah, I think the, the turnovers, takeaways are a big part of it. The last game, uh, we turned it over three, four times. That was a big part of it, including a big pick six. And we had another turnover right before halftime that allowed them to stretch it out to 28. So us taking care of the ball, finding a way to take it away from them a few times would be, be huge. And then um, on offense, we got to finish drives. We can't stall out at the 25-30 and not get points. So um, we got to finish those. Coach, we appreciate the time. We'll see you on the sidelines uh, tomorrow night. Best of luck, and thanks for joining us here. No problem. Thank you, Kenny.